minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. You are now tapped into the coolest reptile podcast in the world. Welcome to the Trap Talk Podcast. I'm your boy, MJ. What is good? I hope everyone's having a beautiful Monday out there. And if you did not have that too much of a beautiful Monday, it's going to get even more beautiful right now. Um, don't know why I'm talking like this, but I'm excited. It is Monday, new breed on the block series, baby. I am so excited because you want to talk about one, one of the hottest new breeders on the, in, in the game right now, you know, being talked about. This is this is one of them. Um, so got a lot of questions. You're in for a good one. But more importantly, if this is your first time tapping in, what is good? I'm your boy MJ. Do your boy a favor and yourself. Go ahead and hit go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. That way you're on top of every single podcast I drop here on the Trap Talk Podcast YouTube channel. I drop more than four. No, I not more. I drop four podcasts a week. Nobody's doing that in the reptile game. So you're in the right place. If you're into keeping reptiles, you're into breeding reptiles, new experience whatever you're in the right place this is where it's at okay so do yourself a favor hit that notification bell after you hit that subscribe button and you are going to enjoy everything that you see here at this channel i want to say shout out to all my subscribers out there i appreciate you guys so much if you're a, a recurring uh viewer of this show thank you appreciate you spending your life with me it's awesome i want to say shout out to all the early birds in the building i do want to say shout out to my patreon members if you're looking for exclusive content if you're looking to tap in to the discord you want to get more behind the scenes of what you see here with the Trap Podcast, the best thing you can do is go down to the very first link you see in the description, click it, and come join the Trap Talk family. As soon as you join the Patreon family, you get, you get that link to the Discord, which taps you in with over 130 Patreon members, all about the business. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we have fun too, but this is all about how we can grow. We all got each other's backs, and we're all in this for the long run. Go down, join the Trap family. My Patreon members, I love you guys so much. And again, exclusive content coming to the trap talk family and i'm already putting out exclusive content strictly for the trap talk family so if you like i said want to get more out of these podcasts but if you really just i don't know i'm not gonna lie some people are loners in this I, i'm let's be real some people just are having a hard time trying to figure out how to meet so many people at once especially they don't, they don't go to shows best thing you could do is hop onto a sick ass legit patreon family because you're going to tap in with a bunch of people very very awesome way to market yourself and network so again Salute all my Patreon members. I love you guys. You guys are my heart. Got a new sponsor. I'm excited about this sponsor. Oh, my God. Who's ready for this? Uh, if you guys know, no, Canova's not my sponsor. I'm just giving you guys a hint what's to come. You guys who follow Canova know that he had an important launch that he just announced today. Well, the launch is actually going to be, um, the launch is actually going to be at Tinley this weekend. By the way, who's excited for Tinley? I'm excited for Tinley. But shout out to the new and fuck the future the, the app the website called clutch this is going to be awesome you want to talk about the future of reptile keeping this is it clutch is the new ball python collection management software from canova what this means is all this complication of how many so having so many different projects so many different females so many different males everything is organized now um canova's been working the whole team has been working for just under two years on this website a lot of stuff 
a lot of hard work has been going into it. I was actually able to get a whole demo done uh, with Justin and Summer at the Arlington NARBC. And I got to say, I'm very excited to actually myself be using this uh, software for my collection. I'm pretty scattered. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but this room, what you see behind me, very important. Not that I don't care about documenting my ball pythons, but this stuff right here, I don't want to miss any steps. I document everything in this room. Um, so that being said, Clutch is only for the ball pythons for right now. But I can tell you right now, after the groundbreaking stuff that comes out with this website, the ball python species will lead to many other species. And I'm going to make sure the green tree pythons is one of the next ones up on that list. Okay. But please, guys, do me a favor. If you're not already, head over to Instagram and go follow Clutch. Okay. It's spelled C-L-T-C-H, but you guys get it. Look at the logo. Logo looks clean. I love it. Congrats, Justin, Summer, uh, Chase, the entire Canova team. Excited for this venture, and thank you for choosing Trap Talk Podcast to sponsor and for, you know, believe in me to get this get this out there because I'm excited. This is going to be awesome. Big things popping for Canova. Um, so, yeah, very excited uh, to have them be a part of it. And yeah, thank you so much, Justin. I appreciate it. Cannot wait to hang out with Justin and the whole entire Canova team at Tinley. Are you going to Tinley? Drop a comment. Not in the live chat, but drop a comment. Let me know if you're going to Tinley. Let me know if you're looking to link up. I cannot wait. It's literally a couple days away. Uh, early birds, who is here? By the way, don't be shy with the super chat, guys. Super chat. If you also want to support this channel, uh, if you want to support what I do, or if you just really want to get an important question or topic in, Best thing you do is if you're in the live chat, shout out to all the other live chatters, I see you, but hit that dollar amount and you can drop any super chat you want if you have an important question or super topic or if you just want to support your, your boy. Don't be shy with them though. But who is here? Who's ready to rock and roll? Who do we have? House of Hiss in the building. What is up, House of Hiss? Trap Talk Patreon members all day, every day. Thank you so much. Give him a follow. HB Reptiles, Herbert. Herbert's about to hit his first Tinley vending. Whew, what a time. You ready, Herbert? Hope you're ready. Can't wait to go check out his table. Go give my boy a follow, HB Reptiles on Instagram. He's also a Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. Thank you so much, Herbert. Julio Fulio, what is up, player? Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. OG Trap Talk Patreon member, the homie Big Mike, 1776 Exotics. Give him a follow. Lizard Man, what is good, player? Trap Talk Patreon member all day. Jersey Guy Balls, for sure. Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. Can't wait to see you at Tinley. It's going to be an awesome time. Wise Guys, what is up, player? Thanks for tapping in. JKJ Reptiles, what's up? Thanks for tapping in. Jason Holbrook, Barber J, about to see my boy finally at Tinley. We're going to, oh man, we're going to smoke tough. I can't wait. Deviant Glass, what is up? Trap Talk Patreon member. By the way, Barber J, Team Zoo Drinks, Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. MKB, what is up, player? Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. If you want to know something interesting about my man right here, this guy is all in the schooling of things. Patreon member has a brand has something he wants to do but has no snakes yet this guy has no snakes yet i admire that i that I, I, guess what i'm sending him a female once he's ready i don't give a fuck that that makes me happy that he just he's in here getting schooled and ready to go once it's time i respect the shit out of that thank you so much and he's like as a patreon member all day every day we're going to the top miller high exotics what is good thanks for tapping in morphinary arts what is good thanks for tapping in sean perry sound serpents trap talk patreon member all day every day Thanks for tapping in. Gen Z Reptiles, Jason Josh. What's up, players? Thanks for tapping in. PCF Funny Royals. What is good? Thanks for tapping in. Burn ZB. What is good? <clears throat> Thanks for tapping in. Eric's More Factory. What is up? Thanks for tapping in. Dragon Soul Reptiles. God damn, you wanted to talk about a really sad story, bro. I deleted our podcast by accident. Total accident. My man right here. So we got a round two coming. Um, there isn't. 
We're not out of the books. Facebook has a copy of that actual podcast on pod. I think, wait, no, it's not because I delete on YouTube. Either way, Dragon Soul, you're my boy. We need another podcast. I'll talk to you at Tinley. We'll line it up. Don't judge a player. I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah, I deleted his podcast. What? A, that's, wow. He didn't deserve that. I'm sorry. Go give him a follow. Everyone go give this guy a follow right now and, and unfollow me. No, I'm just kidding. Don't follow me. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Stone Age Ball Pythons. What is good? Thanks for tapping in. Slithery Serpents. What is good? Thanks for tapping in. Central Jersey Exotics. What is good? Thanks for tapping in. Look who it is. My family. Florida-born exotics. Alex and Sandra. Thanks for tapping in. Oh, Patreon members all day, every day. Kevin. Uh, let's see. Kevin Martin in the building. What's up, Kevin Martin? Todd Michael in the building. And let's see. We're going to end this in style. Oh, hold on, hold on. We'll get there. Scale fins and feathers. What's up, Josh? The other homie, Josh Fennelenenenen. And then we're going to end this in style with Focus Cube Habitats. I think we did that last night, but I don't care. We're going to do it again because that's what's behind me, and that's what I represent. That's what's on my back. Focus Cube Habitats, the future of enclosures, baby. Flex in Texas all day, every day. Whew. All right, guys, here we are. Monday night, new breed on the block series, but it's just not no typical new breed on the block series because it's not your typical Monday. This is Monday of Tinley, I'm very pumped up. Ready, I'm ready to rock. This is it. Super Bowl of reptile shows. Like I said, we have a heavy guest. Guest. We have a duo. Another duo coming to the table, right? The Rice family, but the brand is not the Rice Reptiles family. It is the Rice Reptiles. And let's go. Here we go. Strap on your damn seatbelts. We're going in hard. We're going in fast. New Breed on the Block series coming at you right now. Cheers. It's good. You ready for do do more in the future? Trap yes. talk podcasts? Yes. Man. Only, only trap talk. Exclusive. Yes. Exclusive. Oh. So stop calling us. From the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the crop, gotta love it, love it or not. I'm hot from the hop to the spot. Get the club to pop. When I come up with the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up family what the hell oh my gosh this is not professional guys listen rice family i uh i have no excuses i'm so sorry for not updating that intro but this is the family i wanted this is this is them the rice family aka rice reptiles what's good guys thanks for being here what's good mj i'm, I'm not perfect you know what i'm saying i, I try but you know I, that right there just shows that even the coolest reptile podcast in the world could slip up every now and then but i'm about to make up for it because now i have the actual rice family right in front of me what is up rice family how's everything going guys going great how have you been i can't complain uh you guys are tapping in from it's not georgia i thought it was georgia but it's not or it is georgia, georgia. 
We're, we're right on the Florida line, Homerville, Georgia. Very right. small, two, two red lines. Okay, guys, very exciting stuff to just kind of see how you guys are coming into this game. Um, obviously, you know, it's that saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I feel like that's so important. I'm not going to lie. It's it's really who you know and what determines on how you really start something uh, like what we're doing here. Uh, but I want to hear how everything even came about. It's like, who was it who had the idea about creating Rice Reptiles as a brand, you know, and, and what motivated it? Well, MJ, this started um, about eight years ago. My daughter and I went to a um, expo or breeder show down in, uh, it was the Orlando show, as a matter of fact, and uh, went for Blue Tongue Skinks. So they didn't have any Blue Tongue Skinks at the time. It was kind of in the spring, and I think that's, you know, they hadn't hatched babies yet. So she ended up wrapping some ball pythons around her waist, and here we are eight years later. Wow. So, I mean, obviously there's so many things that lead to the other, right? But I mean, who was really the one out of the two, by the way, Don, how you doing, Don? Good. How are you, Jay? Doing good. Don, I'm, I'm going to have to ask you a lot of questions because I love the way you're acting. I love, I like how you talk, just so you know. So just so you know. I knew that was coming. <laughs> just so you know, I'm going to take full advantage of this. Um, but Really, who was it? Billy, Don, who, who was the one really like being the one up at night or in the morning, whatever time of the day, really starting to research things, look at things. Hey, this so-and-so has this available. Like who, who's the one really on the forefront of that? Uh, that was that guy right there. He's, he's <laughs> kind of like a, a visionary for things. Um, really, his whole life, he's always had some really good ideas. And so when he has an idea, we normally run with it. And so um, that was his... Um, passion that he won't you know he really got into and wanted to pursue you know as a family we were just very supportive and all in right now I, I gotta say billy you've had a good track history of proving yourself or having good ideas is this why you know don is actually going with the flow with things or let's talk about that because it's not as easy it wasn't easy for me like my wife was like dude you're tripping like and i'm like no please you hear me out hear me out and like i had to prove myself but with you, obviously, Don says that you're you always have a good vision and whatnot. Um, is that is that is that the case? Do you do you feel like you've always made good decisions and whatnot? And and this is just a clear idea on why you want to go in so deep on this. Well, not not always. No one's making good decisions. <laughs> I have my share of uh, bumps and bruises. So right. I think uh, basically we I've started a lot of successful businesses and. Um, you know, I've, I've, we've done really well for ourselves. We've, we're in the timber industry mostly, and uh, we have some real estate and things like that. And um, I, I tend to come up with a lot of ideas. We've done everything from manufacturing on flooring and things like that to, to uh, we, it's just a lot of different business startups that have done really well. And uh, now this is just an adventure where I wanted to do something that I was truly passionate about and a business that was focused around animals and my family and the responsibility and care of the animals while growing up my daughter and training her to have those responsibilities and you know and learning the care of animals because i mean that's going to relate them to life anywhere she goes i mean i think you said the biggest okay so obviously what you guys represent is basically what's in your instagram name you know family the rice family and i feel like that's if I could do anything in this world or do anything as far as what gives me a living 
and I can have my family be a part of it. You know, I'm not saying have my family maybe be so hands on with certain things because, you know, maybe when you get to a certain point, some family members just shouldn't be in business certain. You know what I mean? You got to be smart about who's involved in what. Right. But at the end of the day, if we're talking about immediate family here, <clears throat> if we're talking about raising children, my biggest thing, my biggest fear, um, you know, before I was able to go all in on what I do now with the podcast and the reptiles is, you know, I was in a retail center. And, you know, I had managers, other people, uh, other GMs who, you know, missed their kids games and just missed a lot of their family type at stuff because they were demanded to be at work. You know what I'm saying? And I don't give I don't give a crap how much you pay me. If I had to miss that and be like stuck at work, I would be miserable and I could already see myself being miserable. So and I don't have kids yet. You know, I, I want kids, but I'm just so happy that. And I know a lot of people don't have a choice. A lot of people like they got to do what they got to do to put food on the table. Not everyone has an opportunity to be there all the time. But what I'm saying is like this is if you have an opportunity to start something and be around your family. I mean, shit, what much more, but much what more, much what, what, how much more motivation do you want than, than having the family? You know what I'm saying? So I love it. I really do. Yeah, we love that aspect of it. Everything we do, um, we do together as a family. Um, you know, Dawn's my wife, but she's also my best friend. So it's nice just to, you know, to be able to spend time with your family all the time. Man, and, and it's really a, 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 a godsend to be able to, you know, it's, I mean, people out there who can't call them their wives a, uh, people out there who can't call their wives their best friend, like, you know, really mean it. It's, I feel bad, you know what I mean? And, and that's not, it's it's not uncommon either a lot of people don't get along with their wives or wives don't get along with their husbands they uh, there's a lot of situations out there where one doesn't like what the other is doing and that's like man i've been in that position luckily i'm not anymore it's way different my life is just like i'm just happy that my wife obviously gave me the time of day to prove myself i did and now she just supports everything i do and when you have that kind of support the sky's the limit like li literally nothing what would stop me would be her if she had a complaint about something if she didn't like something then that would hold me back but she doesn't hold me back so when you have that sky's the limit like that's like wow what a blessing you know what i mean i'm just telling you it's, it's in our case mj this this uh nothing that that we're doing right now would be working if my if my wife didn't support me facts and the, you know the, I, the amount of hours and time that i put into my other businesses she's had to take care of a lot of things on the on the home front and 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 just um day-to-day -day life that that uh that I could, if I had to do all of that, there's no way I could put in the time to, to create the things that I've been able to create for us. You're not kidding, man. I mean, listen, Bill, I, 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 um, I'm able to do my remote podcasts because my wife's able to hold back and take care of all this. And there's two rooms, by the way. So, and she holds it all down. Yeah, there's a time limit. Trust me. Day three, it's, it's, it's the, the phone call switch up. It goes from, oh, hi, babe. How's it going? To like, when's your flight again? When you, when you, when you get home? So it's like, and God bless her. She's taking care of a lot of animals. But without that, I wouldn't be able to do everything, you know, everything that's happening, my brand change, everything. This is all because my wife. And I just want to say, as I always say on a lot of shows, shout out to all the wives, shout out to all the husbands, okay? Because it's not just, you know, the men who have the women's support. Women have men's support too. Shout out to all the men out there supporting the women in the reptile game or anything in business period. I mean, support period because at the end of the day we're talking about being able to do something where we're around our family more like god think about that like think about if you if you're anyone out there who has to commute away from their family every single day and you know i'm sure you're thinking about wanting to come home you know to some people you know what i'm saying but like anyways awesome i love it family warranty uh family family uh teamwork in this i feel like is one of the biggest 
uh, biggest advantages anyone could have, uh, plain and simple. But the way you guys are coming into this, I feel like there might be a little pressure. I could be wrong, but you came into this. Like, no offense, I had no idea. I had no idea who the hell you guys were. Um, all of a sudden, there's a logo. Not not like I mean, it's different. It's clearly a different logo, but it's neat. You know what I'm saying? It's clean. It's professional. And as you know, like you know, I I went that route too. I don't want to have a difficult. You know, I, I just don't want an animal logo like everyone else. Everyone has an animal logo or something like where it's like drawing. You know, I, I want to say first and foremost, shout to my sponsor. Uh, shout out to somebody who's making a really big impact in this game. Um, Blake Stewart over at Stewart Design. Wow. I've had a good conversation with Blake, but also talked to other people that he's helped in the game as far as brand changing. Blake has been a big help to you guys. Am, am I right? Is Was he one who actually teamed up with you like Justin teamed up with Blake? Yes, that's yes. correct. And that's, listen, that's a big, big investment right there. You know, I'm, I'm telling you, like, this is no joke. First and foremost, Stewart Design doesn't solely go after reptile companies at all. They're, they're, they, they focus on major corporations, like big time, billion dollar corporations, right? So it's crazy to have somebody with that experience in the reptile game. But you guys working with Blake Stewart, you know, presentations, you know, the, the courses, all that. Do you feel pressure at all? How, how, how's, how's it feel right now with all this happening, you know, everything that you guys done within a year? I don't think there's a lot of pressure. I think, like you said, MJ, people really had no idea who we were when we started, you know, breeding reptiles. Actually, we, we had been breeding for a while, but, you know, people just knew, you know, who we were. Um, they were like, who is rice reptiles and where are they from? And they knew nothing about us. And so I, when I was talking to Billy before we started this podcast, I thought, you know what, this may be, a good opportunity for me to, you know, just let people know who we are and where we're from and kind of how things yeah. have time. Because if I'm going to buy a reptile from someone, especially uh, a reptile that is breeder quality, I want to know who I'm buying from. You know, what kind of quality am I getting? What kind of care is being given? And so, um, if it's okay with you, I'll just give you a little bit of background about us, just personally. This is your your, your show. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, Billy and I both grew up here in South Georgia, um, and then Billy moved closer to Atlanta, um, and then came back, and we, um, we dated through high school, we got married, um, we ended up having two children. Um, right out of high school, Billy was, like I said, very ambitious, and he had $15,000 and started a timber company, miraculously, with $15,000 and a lot of hard work and sweat. And he was actually, I remember my senior year in high school, he was cutting and harvesting timber across the road from my high school. <laughs> cutting so, timber. See, this is why I want her to talk. This is epic. <laughs> cutting timber. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Continue. I love it. Continue. I'm sorry. So he was harvesting timber and um, I was going to college then the next following year and I became a teacher. And I've been teaching for 21 years now. And so Billy has continued to be very successful in what he does and has built it into three timber companies, um, but started out as 18-year-old with $50,000 saved up. And so, um, you know, the hard work is really what's paid off through the years. We've never been scared of hard work. Like, we put in the sweat every yeah. one of the ones that are in the trenches every day and in a, in a day in and day out. And... Um, you know, our parents really 
we should thank our parents for that because our parents, you know, were never the kind of people that here's a lump sum of money, go do just whatever you want to do with it. Um, our parents instilled in us great work ethic, and due to that, then we took that and we ran with it instead. And so everything that we have and everything that we've built, we've built with our own two hands. Nothing was ever given to us. So we pride ourselves in that. Um, and so, you know, it's like, you know, our card and our flower says, you know, family focus, uh, I mean, family first and then future focus, and that's how we are. And every day we live that. We have a 12-year-old daughter. She helps us greatly with the reptiles. She's in there just about every day doing something to help us in some kind of way. We also what's, what's your, what's your I'm sorry, Don. What's your daughter's name? Uh, Channing, and she was probably Channing. the one we saw at the, the reptile show recently. Okay. Awesome. And Shout out to Channing. The son, and he's 17, and. The main reason why a lot of people don't see our son is our son has severe autism. And so he's not able to be as hands-on and help us in the reptiles as Channing is. But regardless of him not being able to help us, doing family allows us to spend time with him more anyway. So, you know, we're definitely thankful for this opportunity that we have. Justin has been just great. You know, he's a good guy to begin with. I mean... You can't help but love Justin, you know, and... Couldn't ask for a yeah. better partner. And, and really, you know, we weren't looking for a partner when we come into this. Um, I, I have partners in other businesses, and and uh, mostly we just wanted to do this with family. But honestly, doing it with Justin now, we are doing it with family because we consider Justin family. Uh, we just got to know him over, you know, five to six years of buying animals from him. And, and uh, we've been breeding six years now, so we're not new to it at all. Um, we, we actually, um, we, we sold probably more than, probably about $150,000 worth last year. So um, we've really, the best animals that we have that we've bought from Justin, this year will be the year that you start seeing us really pick up, you know, <clears throat> pick up with where, we, where we've, uh, where, from the stuff that we bought from Justin anyway. And if anyone could probably pick up on what you, what, what the Rice family just said right now, um, you guys been breeding for six years. Obviously, Justin was aware of this. And I feel like a lot of people are just like, well, wow, anyone could come in and just get a franchise and dump money with Justin. I think Justin already knew you guys had experience. I think obviously Justin knew that you guys weren't just a family who got their first breeder rack and are like and ready to fill it. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you guys had a, you know, whatever it is that you guys both had in mind, it meshed. It worked out. That's why it is what it That's is. What Justin was saying the whole time is I asked yeah. the rack. Uh, right. Instincts. Justin's so smart, bro. I don't mean to cut you off, Billy, but just if you want to know how to engage with Justin, ask him the right things. Okay. Justin is somebody who himself is still learning, even though he is who he is. There, there's things where he takes away certain from, from certain conversations and it just helps him. Like he's like literally on an Elon Musk thing. I, I watched some Elon Musk video where he learned from an interviewer right then and there, and he applied it that just and they're like just revolutionary uh, his next project so justin is always you just got to know what to say to like what to ask him like you know like don't don't ever waste a conversation with justin you know what i'm saying like you you should literally prepare what the hell you're going to ask that guy i feel like because you never know what you guys are going to talk about um but anyways i feel like one of the biggest advantages is demographically knowing who's in your area you guys obviously are within distance of justin that's a huge plus you know what i'm saying like because five and a half hours I mean, yeah, so that's that's definitely like think about 
having to do something. One thing I don't like, you know, and, and this is nothing against any company that ships. Uh, by the way, shout out to the uh, Redline Shipping, number one reptile shipping company in the game. But I want to say, I hate shipping animals, bro. I hate it. I just don't like it. It's like, it's one of the most dreading things I, I, do, I, I do in this business because like nobody wins when an animal dies. Not that it happens, but like when there's something that goes down for the most part, it's just, it's just a sour situation. And, you know, I feel like I don't want to say that things will get better. I just know that the whole packages MIA and stuff that just goes bad with shipping will always happen. So I always love it when I'm able to either drop animals off or pick them up. Like that just makes things a lot easier. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the end of the day, when you're coming, when you're, when you're doing what we're trying to do, shipping's in the norm. We, we have to ship. We don't have a choice. We, we're not, not everyone's local to us. You know what I'm saying? So, um, have you guys shipped any any animals yet? Have you guys got that under your belt? You guys done a lot of shipping yet? We've shipped we've shipped about over a hundred animals. Okay, and what's that? What's that been like overall for you guys? Let's talk about like shipping. You know, I mean, have you guys had to go through some trial errors? You know, it, it, whether it be not shipping the animal right or not using the right shipping company, anything like that. Um, we really haven't had any issues with shipping. On um, we've a couple of different shipping companies. We've been We've been happy with both. Uh, we switched over when we merged with Justin as a partnership, but we've been up, we've been fine with both companies actually. I would like to offer sixty percent off if you would go use Redline Shipping for your next shipment. Just try it out. It could be your next new home shipping company for reptiles. I got paid to say that. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um. Anyways, use Redline. Uh, <laughs> okay. Back to business. Um, now, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, you picked up a lot of Justin's, like, not like not the new stuff. He got not what I mean. It's not old, but it's not like his most current breeding stuff. It's stuff that was once a part of the top tier stuff, but now it's more like not the top stuff. Is that true? Like you got you guys got your hands on a lot of proven breeder females from him and and whatnot, or or was it more younger stuff? Let's talk about what you guys actually brought into your collection from Justin. Okay, so uh, to, to start that, uh, MJ, let's, we're 100, over 100 animals from Justin ourselves, And, you know, most of that very high-end stuff. So, I mean, then after that, Justin comes in, you know, to match value to buy into rice reptiles. And uh, I'd say... Maybe half the stuff is uh, proven breeders, and then probably the next, um, I'd say the other half is like triple recessives, you know, just, just some of the high-end stuff that, that uh, is going to be futuristic and, and push things forward that, that, uh, that Canova, and, and we need, you know, both. Right. Now, I mean, I'm glad you said that too. Like, you know, that's also important for people to know that you had already established a customer relationship with Justin prior to even investing the animals that you guys got. So you guys already had a foundation being built, meaning the younger, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of these were hatchlings in the beginning or younger animals that you got from Justin, right? The the hundred before the, the whole, like, you know, what we're talking about here. Especially the first stuff, like we got, most of we got, we got a few adult animals from you to start with when we were just buying for ourselves because you know the plan wasn't 
we didn't go there to become a Canova partner. This was that come over a friendship and just wanting to work together over a, a good period, you know, five years of time or so. But um, basically, um, we started with a few adult females and a few really good adult males, and then we we decided, okay, we're going to make this a legit business, and uh, so we just really like quadrupled our investment. Uh, like every quarter, we were going up there after I had a good quarter in in my businesses or or uh, getting out of real estate or anything that we did like that. Some of our investments, it was time to get out of some neighborhoods with that. So we sold some of those um, investments and we just invested into some more, you know, more uh, really good animals. And those were more young stuff. And that's what I was saying. Like we're really going to see a lot of that this year and going into next year. Um, and but then we'll also a lot of these uh, bigger adult males that Justin brought in. Once he come in, now we've got a lot of those older proven adults, and we've got also a lot of uh, young new stuff, double heads, uh, triple heads, things like that, double visuals, different things like that that will come along um, with the with the buying. So with that being said, like let's talk about, I mean, because, man, where I'm from, doesn't matter what, what what end of the stick it is. If I'm spending money with you, if you're spending money with me, I'm gonna take care of you. Like that's just I don't give a shit. That's just we we have we have something going on here, right? So, how much are you on top of what's available? Like like let's say you know here 2023 is coming up, right? Let's say the end of this year, Justin's looking at stuff that's like, hmm, I won't need this this year. Are you the yeah. first one to know? Are you one of the first people to know like that you know of? And if not, does that bother you? Because how much like, <laughs> I don't know, like I would be, I would be like, hey, buddy, I'm your, listen, not best friend, but in the business friendship, I'm your best friend. I want to know what the hell is out there. That's just me. I'm not saying that's you, but that would be me. I'd be that annoying about it. But how is it? How is it with the availability? Like, are you like letting Justin know, like, Justin, please let me know. <laughs> or, 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 or what's that like? I'm just curious. It's the, the coolest thing, MJ, is I, I get to see the clutches of, like, I've got the full incubator list. Oh. Every time he has, has a clutch, I got the incubator list. So that, I, I know everybody <laughs> everybody in the industry wants to know what's prepared. I got the entire list. So that's like oh my God. world to have. Um, but besides that, yeah, like, um, of course, I tell Justin things we're going to need, but he also has, he has people he's got long-standing relationships and they deserve to have some of the good animals because we're not going to be greedy with things like that. But absolutely, we are getting just some really top-notch stuff. I mean, last trip up, I just I picked up a, um, a fire Pompeii and, uh, you know, just just things like that. I mean, we're really, we're really uh, stacking the deck with some really nice breeder males this year. And, I mean, like, already releasing – we, we, we've got some breeders that we're growing out to release. So we're going to be releasing like a Dark Knight and a Cypress Batman. I mean, we've got some really nice males that are already moving on, you know, from the facility. And that's something that you'll get from this partnership is some really nice females being let go from this, not as much from Justin anymore, but from us. Uh, we'll be able to release females and males that have just come here for maybe one year. Now, one thing I, you know, it was a learning curve for me. I'm not going to lie. I want to say it just happened last year where I realized my whole 
philosophy on, you know, not buying a mail so quickly and, and so many kind of backfired because there is a sense where you should have so many mails for certain projects because who the hell is going to guarantee that mail is going to get the job done first off, right? Like, like you have so many things where if you don't have a backup plan, it's going to put that off the whole year's put off, right? And then let's say the next year happens. And for whatever reason, he doesn't want to do it that year again. That's two years, right? Yeah. So I'm now realizing the whole, yeah, drop money on females, right? Well, guess what, mofo, mofo, drop money on males once it's time. And what I mean is don't just buy a male. You need to buy multiple males. Like, you got to be very smart about it. And I'm there now. Like, this year, I hadn't even recovered from learning about that yet. I will after this year because finally I'm hatching some good males that I can hold back. But still, I already know the time comes. And, Miguel, if you're listening – I need a male. I need a powerful male, please. Okay. I, you know, man, Miguel. So listen, you're Justin, you're, you, you know, what Canova did for you, right? In a sense, Miguel did for me. Miguel's my Canova, basically, right? In a sense. And all I got to say is, I have not talked to the guy in a long time. And he called me today and I missed his call. I needed to talk to him so bad and I missed his call. I missed his freaking call. Guys, don't ever miss a Miguel Garcia phone call. Don't ever do it. I waited three and a half months for that phone call. I'm just venting right now. I'm sorry, Rice family. I just, man, you know what I mean? Um, and he's only like four hours away. I guess I could just pull up to his house, right? But that would be weird, wouldn't it? Come on, big dog. We need mail. God dang. Anyways, but back to what we were talking about. Let's talk about how you guys are putting your guys in the putting yourself in the right position with projects. Like, what's your, you know, if it comes to a certain project for the year, how is it? When it comes to your male ratio to your females, I mean, are you are you on that that, that same tip where you you have a backup male ready, or you even have a backup backup male ready? Like, how's that really all game plan for you guys? Yeah, we try to at least have a backup male, or at least a direction that we can plan off in that might be just a little child of what we were hoping for, you know. Um, like, uh, you know, with our desert ghost stuff, we'll have a we'll have a desert ghost male, and he may be just backing up uh, a. Uh, like a desert ghost of enhancer, uh, just things like that. Right. Now let's talk about one thing that could get really overwhelming. Um, I mean, it depends where your projects are at. Right. But you know, you have Justin who comes out with a vlog and just basically tells people what the future is or where the, where the, where the, where the ball Python games headed. And it could really be overwhelming to sit here and think, Okay, I got to get double recessives going. But now Justin just said how it's not about double recessives, even though double recessives it is, but the quads and triple and stuff like that. I mean, where do you guys sit at when it comes to these quad and triple and double recessives? Like, I feel like you could be good anywhere, right? But depends what your 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 your, your style is. Are you guys trying to break the mold here, like Justin? Are you trying to go quad recessives and and just shock the world, or what's going on when when it comes to these? multi-recessive projects yes we're absolutely doing uh triple and quad recessive um uh parents just so that we can we yeah. want to be like you know really futuristic stuff and and uh that's that's the whole reason i mean that's that's the funnest part of this is be able to create stuff that like when you go buy from justice people you know people have a stigma they're buying you know you're buying somebody else's project we're buying the very start of somebody else's project and we're Piece ready of it. to where we want to go you know yeah 
it's a piece of it. That's why it's like, hello. I mean, and this is like, understand what makes the ball Python game what it is. You take a piece of anything and you could run with it forever. Like you could do whatever you want with it. There's so many different avenues of making something a better, different version or just a just a different version of it, you know? Um, But we're talking about different versions with a morph like DG and puzzle and, and, um, you know, we're talking about these kind of genes that are bettering the ball python when it comes to age. You know, like, you know, one of the biggest things that anyone who's not, you know, you have people who are just not successful with ball pythons or or just never were in the ball python game and they try to downplay like, oh, it's like, you know, why, why get a snake that's going to brown out or wash out or all these things that try to diminish what a what a snake ball python will look like when it's older. But now you have these genes that don't that that's not the case at all. I mean, you look at these certain DG adults, like, I mean, I've seen DG adults that Justin had that are like, what the hell? Like they just pop. And it's, it's a great feeling to know that, that we're going in a different direction now. Like we're discovering things that make these snakes even more beautiful with age. And I can tell you what's behind me, you know, look at the, lace is one of those genes that nobody's, nobody's really, um, invested in heavy it's just like this year like a lot of people are really starting to see it and you know that's just like a that's almost as good as a you know as desert ghost and uh we're very heavily invested into that and lace is something that's that's the future of a, of a lot of our combos that we're making so correct me if i'm wrong lace is a recessive or a codom codom it's a codom because that's what white white lace is a super form right yep so tell me if you agree with this or not, Rice family. Any codom that's relevant in any project should be a super form. Yes or no? No. Why not? Because I mean, look at lace just in its look at lace just in its um so you okay. form. It's it's lace like I have just, if you look on our website, you should see lace with um, pastel red stripe and then a lace uh, red stripe pastel together. And it's just a lot of difference. So like what I'm saying is, right, any codom that I like or work with, like let's say super gravel, super asphalt, right? Like any super former that is going to kill or smash any single version of the asphalt or gravel, right? So I'm saying in this case, you're saying there's better looking laces, lace combos out there than white lace combos is what you're saying. Well, white lace is better for sure. You definitely want to go white. <laughs> that's what I just said. God damn it, Billy! You're confusing that's me. What I, that's what I meant. But even in a even in a single in the even in you know one copy of it, you still you still uh, the benefits are just way outweigh not having it, right? But but the Rice family goal is to make that a white lace for sure. Exactly. You, okay. Cool. So what I'm what I'm getting at here, Billy and Don, is if you work with a gene. A codon gene that isn't well let's say a lelic but let's just say isn't it a good super form let's say it's just not what the gravel lace and that stuff is that's a codon you don't want to work with i feel like or 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 maybe that's not the codon you shouldn't have so much in your collection you know i feel like you should be wary about those codoms that's all i'm saying i'm i'm saying whatever codon you're working with should make whatever combo you're trying to make better in a super forms is, is what is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly, it should. Yes, right. Yeah, you're that right. Was, that was my point. Yeah, damn. 
I don't mean Billy. Me and Billy almost went at that. Went, we almost went at it there for a second. It's like, I'm on your side, Billy. I'm just kidding. Now, guys, let me ask you this. We were talking about pressure earlier and whatnot. Now, let's talk about um, when it comes to cutting clutches open, right? Because, damn, you want to talk about the, the the games you're dabbling in in here? Numbers are, are important, right? Obviously, because you're we're working with odds and whatnot. Um, so, first off, when it comes to these clutches, especially the ones that you guys are hoping to hit here in the near future, um, are we looking at more stuff to hold back or more stuff to gain financial income from to invest back into the brand? What, are, what What's really the game plan behind all these clutches that you are looking to hit here uh, the rest of this year and, and next year? Well, that's the cool thing. We can go every way with that. We can go with what Justin can release to us. We can go with uh, we can hold it back or we can go with we sell – 10 of them just to get one from Justin, right? Or one from anybody. Because, I mean, in right. the long run, we're not going to just invest um, just invest with Justin. I mean, if somebody else has got good stuff out there, we're coming for we're coming for the best stuff. Right. But with that being said, I'm also, you know, I have the feeling that you guys also care who you're buying from too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We we have we have a lot of, lot of snakes, but like a big part of our collection is Justin, but we've also got stuff from like Ozzy and a few other breeders that, that, uh, you know, that we've trusted through the years that we just, you know, that like, I, I have a good breeder male from JP. I have a few from Steve Morris. Uh, we have a few things that's, that's come in from other places, but when we got very serious, I wanted to develop a relationship with someone that was close to us and thank God Justin's this close to us, you know? So that, <laughs> And when we started to want to put down seriously and really get it into, you know, into this and, and create a business, we started going to Justin and I mean, he has pretty much everything you need to start. So we kept hammering away with that. And the way we look at it, uh, JP is if we're going to have a partner, we, I mean, MJ, we, we might as well have the, the best partner there is. And I mean, the most knowledgeable, the most creative, the most innovative. I mean, we feel like he is, that's where, that's the pinnacle of what everyone wants to be pretty much. And, and listen, it, 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 as, as much as you wanted this, it does. It never guaranteed anything. Just because you wanted this doesn't mean you were going to get it. It worked out on both ends. It, this yeah. this was this was something where the stars aligned, you know. And and oh, yeah. I'm I'm a big believer, guys, to where first off, I don't know I don't know what how much you know in my history, but the animals saved my life. This brought me out of a turmoil type uh, lifestyle that I had. That I don't know where I was going, but it got me out. And it brought me into the most beautiful situation where I'm meeting the most awesomest people. Justin Kabelka is one of my friends. To say that is like, wow. But literally, I talk to the guy whenever I want. It's awesome, you know. But it aligned that way. Like, And what I'm saying is, if you do right by these animals, if your heart's in the right place, you're a nice person, things will land in your lap in this game. I don't know about the dog game or the bird game or collecting marbles or mineral rocks. I don't know about those. But I know in the reptile, in this game, the reptile game, it connects you with be ready. You never know who you're gonna meet. I gotta tell you, I'm not I'm not trying to be cocky, but my my uh my entourage at Tinley, it's not gonna be I'm I'm going with some legends. I'm going with people I cannot believe I'm going with, and uh and they're legends to me, of course. They're my legends. They're in my world. This is people who I hope I could be someday. But, anyways, this all happened naturally, organically, the same way you and Canova were able to collab and make it happen. 
stars aligned. This community, community is a beautiful thing. I mean, it's beautiful. It's the, the, all the different people from different walks of life, um, from all over the country, all over the world. It's, it's just, it's amazing. It's, it's something that we're so excited to be a part of. And, you know, that's, that's one of our promises to the community is that we're going to help make it better. We want to be a part of it. We want to be family with these people. And, uh, you know, we're not going to just ride Canova's uh, shirt tails, so to speak. I mean, we're, we're going to bring our own stuff to the table and we're going to help make Canova better. Now, that's a big ask and it's something tough for us to do right at this moment. But in the future, we will bring our own projects to bear on it. And, uh, and you know, we will be able to push forward some things that Canova hasn't been able to do yet, but just because of limited space and things like that. And you guys, we also have to look at the fact that at this point, and this is to anyone out there who's waiting for their first clutch. But once those clutches start coming, it's all fun, man. Like, it's it's great. It's beautiful. Obviously, do what's right. And, and this is one thing I keep trying to make clear, guys. Like, breeding's not for everyone. Like, it sucks to say, but not everyone understands certain things you need to do when you see things. And, like, you know, first off, not every one of your clutches should have a dead ball python. Not every one of your ball python should have a missing eye. Like, that should not... That's not normal. You need to learn how to evolve first and foremost. But once you get that step, it's fucking awesome. It's fun. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. You guys are from the South. I know you guys probably don't like cussing. I cuss a lot. I apologize. But You have a football game in the South. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, guys, listen. What, I, what I'm trying to say is, you know, I feel like one thing that I try to just help people with is understanding that their first clutch will always come, you know, because – they, they, they are a, they're a part of multiple Patreon pages. A lot of my Patreon members waiting for their first clutch, and it's exciting, you know, but it's going to happen. You know, I, I feel like the biggest thing is make sure all your damn snakes have perfect sheds. Make sure your water game's on point. Make sure your husbandry is 110%. If your husbandry is 110%, the whole incubating thing is easy. It's very straightforward, you know, but you have to be someone who's on top of your chores. And I don't know about you guys. You guys have been in the game for six years. But one thing, there's been multiple things said to me that I'm I'm very against now. And I'm just like, okay, that's a standard I'll never go by ever again. First off, weekly water changes. Not a fan of those. Not against you if you do them. But that's, you should do better. For sure, a one week, a one week, you're giving your snake fresh water. That's jacked. Give yourself one week fresh water dick like that's that's how i feel like that that's so jacked up right um another thing is like feeding your ball python as much as it wants to eat or you know giving it a large or a medium you know like they don't need these kind of things like they, i mean you could do it don't get me wrong but you know finding ways to better the longevity health of the animal i feel like is the first and foremost thing you should do when keeping anything and then everything else happens after that you know like you gotta understand I was so happy about just keeping reptiles. Like I, I think I had four or five. No, hold on. No, what am I talking about? I had about 30 ball pythons before I even bred anything. And I was just happy to have what I had. And it was so important for me to see them have a complete shed. Even though I wasn't so tapped in, I knew that pieces, shed pieces wasn't good. I caps like that. You don't want that. I always knew that. So I always made sure my husbandry was good. You know what I mean? And I paid attention. Nobody told me hey, man, you should do more than frequent water changes. I discovered that myself just by seeing that a snake could poop in its water literally the next day after you give it water. So why why wait six days to change it? Because it's, sorry, it's not Sunday. No, 
I, that's the most lazy piece of keeping. And if you have too many animals to do that water change, well then, hello, fucking sell your kick back. You need it. You need to set back. So I'm very, uh, very, very strong about, you know, doing things that a lot of people don't want to do because they have so many of it. Right. And that's a big other problem of this industry is hoarding. People have animals they can't even take care of and they just, for whatever reason, keep it. You know what I'm saying? But um, my biggest thing, guys, and this is awesome to hear that you guys aren't first-year breeders investing with Canova. You guys already have this down. You guys already know what it's like. You know, think about people who come in, like, there's stories. I'm sure you guys already heard about stories, like the 16-year-old kid who dropped a million dollars, right? I don't know if you guys heard that story, but yeah, there's kids. There's yeah okay Billy have, did you tell Don that story yet or no? No, I didn't. Okay, Don, that's a good one tonight. You can thank me later. Okay, Don, that's a juicy <laughs> one. But listen, there's people who come in this game with zero knowledge. They got mom and dad's money, or they just got investment money, or whatever, and they just dump it. They try to be a wannabe Canova, or they try to be a wannabe AEP, or Aussie, or or uh, straight fire, whatever, and they have no knowledge behind it. And guess what happens? You know, um, you know. Uh, uh, herp stats or whatever, like uh, any kind of thermostats, you could go foul or overheating. Anything could happen that you're not ready for. And think about people who lose that whole investment just by not slowing down and taking things slow. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm glad you guys yeah. are. Let it, I didn't know that you guys were in the game for six years before this. So this makes me feel a lot better. We're, just so you and eight, we're actually in eight years, but actually really doing some breeding for six years. Right. So what I'm trying to say is like, you know, the fact that you guys are established before even considering partnering with anyone is the that makes sense obviously you know what i'm saying and and like your wife like don said you guys have an opportunity to do it with the best in the game literally the best in the game you know what i'm saying like this man is light years ahead and i know there's people out there that hate hate when i say that because there's there, there's people trying to catch justin it ain't gonna happen i'm sorry <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna get some shit for it. But guess what? The guy is just on another level. I feel like you should, you know, design your own spaceship and go into your own planet. Before That's what they, I would do. Before they say it, they need to show up and look around there a little bit. Right. <laughs> oh my god. We're we're very you know blessed to have this opportunity with Justin and his family, and um, you know we met Justin's family, and Justin's family has spent time with us, and. We just enjoy their company and we have a lot of the same values and that's a lot of the reasons why that we were able to mesh so well with Justin's family. And they are just a great group of people and we're very, very fortunate. And by no means do we take this partnership lightly. We yeah. know the standard that Justin has set forth and knowing that we don't take it lightly at all. I mean, we're not gonna cut any corners. We're gonna do just as just everything the way it should be done in whatever order needs to be done all the time just because we would never in any kind of way want to tarnish the canova name or the brand or do anything wrong in that way because we're so appreciative for this opportunity i mean that that i mean that is one thing but also your guys's time is everything you guys are you, this is a family thing why would you want to do something built with the family that you're gonna you're gonna regret or give up on Never. Exactly. It wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. This is but very I, important. I can definitely tell you, we are all. Yeah, in. we're 100 yeah. committed to whatever we've got to do with it. We don't have a. We don't have the time that we will have later on with this. But um, we're doing. We're doing everything that we can right now. But we're going. We're going to promote ourselves more on social media with with our own YouTube channel later. Um, that's a little ways down the line. But the main thing is everybody wants to know. You know how we got this partnership with Canova, 
and we just want to let them know it was just a genuine, uh, just true friendship that developed into we wanted to work together, and that's it. It wasn't a wasn't a dollar figure to add to do it. It wasn't. A, it's not a breeder long thing. It's it's a fifty fifty partnership, and you know we just we love Justin. We love his family. We love Chase. Oh, so, so you're telling. So you're telling me Justin didn't put an ad on Craigslist and you didn't inquire through Craigslist. Are you sure? That's that's the rumor. That's the rumor right now. <laughs> it's it's also a rumor that it's that it's just a breeder long thing and we're just getting everything. And there's there's a lot of rumors, but uh I heard he gave I heard he gave you a bunch of snakes with Nido. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Justin. That's just, he's like, God dang it, MJ. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, okay. And I, 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 the reason why I mainly brought that up is because um, obviously it's died down quite a bit. But earlier this year, there was quite a scare with some ball, ball python keepers being worried about Nido and whatnot. And and like I said, it's not to downplay anything. You know, it's 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 an illness. It's an illness that happens with anything else that a snake could get. RI, fucking cancer, whatever. You know, it's it's it, it could happen. But what are some? Uh, bioactive securities you guys have going on or if you guys have any of that going on when it comes to preventing nido hitting your collection or or anything you guys even nido test anything right now or anything like that i'm just curious we have not we have not a test but right now everything coming from justin you know we we have a we have a separate building that we can quarantine in and uh but for the most part you know everything coming from justin's collection we don't too much have to worry about because he's already taking care of all that but absolutely, thing comes in outside. We have a, another thousand square foot area that we can that we can put anything that we need to put in. And that's another beauty. Okay, I love that you said that. Like, because you can't really, you can't predict the future, right? Nobody no. can. Nobody can. And it, this is separated by forty yards, you know, so it's not even in the same building. It's totally. But see, that's better than most people could even do for their own collection. There's people out there who tried to do what's right by their collection, but they don't have the space. So they're like, yeah. what, 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 what do I do? What do I do? But that's like, dude, you got to figure that out before you get all the animals. Hello. Yeah. Um, and that's why. South is you have more land. Like we're what a, the largest, we're one, of the largest <laughs> yeah, we're, we're one of the largest counties in Georgia with one of the smallest populations in Georgia. So right. there's plenty of land here for us to expand. And, you know, I know a lot of places they don't have that luxury. I mean, listen, where I live in San Diego, I mean, it's 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 uh, inland San, San Diego. It's East San Diego. It's considered Rancho San Diego. I'm on an acre of land, and that's not common in San Diego. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now my damn landlord is building a house behind my damn backyard, and that just is unfortunate, but that's because, hello, she ha they have to make their money. It is what it is. But you just, in general, have to be ready for things that can happen to your collection. Now, I will say this, okay? There are people out there who simply go by th this this scenario. Like, let's say you come into your, your collection and a snake's dead. Let's say a snake's dead, right? Well, guess what? You have a thousand other ball pythons in that rack, right? Let's just say there's a, against that whole wall. Is anyone really financially ready to test all thousands of those ball pythons? Like anyone, or, or, or let's just say they have the money, but do you think, they, you think they're gonna really test all those snakes? More than likely not, they're not going to, okay? So what they, what they, what they do is, if they're smart about it, they're just very cautious on what comes and goes out of their collection, period. Because if it's one thing about Nido from what's proven, 
It does not get transmitted to the babies. Okay. So that's why a lot of these breeders have separate hatchling rooms. You know, um, the, the, the babies come out in a room where there's no adults. Like it's, it's completely separate. Right. And what I'm saying is there's a lot of people who've been in the game long enough who've dealt with Nido and never Nidoed the rest of their collection. At the end of the day, snakes, there's certain snakes that could deal with this virus. Certain snakes could handle Nido and be alive. And then certain can't. Nido comes and it could go. That's the thing, right? So my biggest thing from here on out is you got to know who you're buying from. You got to, like, don't even kid around. And if you do, like, you know, I, I'm saying this, but I just bought a freaking imported emerald who's in this room now, by the way. But earlier this year, I bought this emerald tree boa from the damn Arlington NARBC, um, an import fresh off the boat. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? It was in a damn laundry room. I had that thing in a laundry room away from everything for six, seven months. Okay. And it finally ate, looked like it was going to be okay. It looks fine. So I put it back in here. Thing is, you just have to be prepared for things and, and you can't really determine what's going to hit you when it's going to hit you even you guys you guys got adults who've been with justin for a while you don't know what it has technically he didn't give you anything with tests and he doesn't know what it has I'm not saying anything's going to come up with it but you don't know nobody ever knows you don't know but you got to have a game plan game plan is so it's the fact that you have that in oh. mind is so important we know what to do now we're going to put them in the washing washing machine <laughs> put them on Nado's over. You got to put them on extra wash. That the, the, the extra 15 <laughs> minutes is very important. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> um, I want to kind of talk about something I, I brought up earlier, guys. And, uh, you know, that's some of the things I was taught that I felt like wasn't right. And that's, you know, get, you know, blasting your, your snakes with food and whatnot. I'm just curious on what you guys uh, follow diet program wise with your ball pythons. Like, let's, let's kind of take things on what you like to offer from hatchlings, like the very first meal, all the way up to adults. Um, what, what, what do you guys like to do? Through the first five to 10 meals, I like to keep the hatchlings on twice a week. And I work my way up from a really smaller than what they need, a fuzzy mouse or, you know, fuzzy mouse. And, and then um, we work our way up about 10 feedings that way. And then we'll go to one, you know, good sized meal to make a lump in their belly. And that's basically what we stick with. The biggest thing that can make a good little lump in their belly. Right. So that being said, like, let's talk about your adults. Like, you know, when it comes to your big females and whatnot, are you somebody who always stays like on the small range of things or do you offer mediums? Do you even go to larges? Like what, what are you doing when it comes to your adult females? We find that they, that the females do better that once they hit that uh, breeding cycle and they're, they're really wanting to, uh, Put on some weight and and uh you've already paired a couple of times that you can you can feed them one large and then also off from here and there an extra meal and it really helps with uh them not being too small when they after they get through the egg laying process it keeps the weight on so that they're healthier when they get done with the process and then how often are you feeding them 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 that it's well once a week once a week through that and then like every other week or every two, every three weeks, we give them one extra meal that week. Okay. And, and is that something that occurs after pairing? Like once you start pairing, you start giving that extra meal is what you're doing? Yes. Okay. After now, pairing, during the pairing, we like to 
in between pairings when they after when they they lay uh, females laid and until she goes to her next pairing we want her to get 15 meals in her in that time from she's laid to her next pairing how many of your males are shutting off food for you that you've experienced like i mean is that like a is it is it a yearly thing where you have males that always go off food or is it something where it's just random um i'm just curious because this is my first year coming off of dealing with males who shut off for me and i didn't deal with that for the first three years so i'm just curious on what what it's like for you guys it's very random so like we have males that pound rats and then once they start breeding you can try to offer mice and a lot of times you can get them to keep eating right uh, parent, you don't with, with the males you don't have to worry about what you're feeding you just want to keep them eating because as long as a male's eating it doesn't matter what meal you're giving it whether it's mice or, or rat or softers if you can have softers um you just want to keep it eating so that you can breed it longer then you can get it back on what it is naturally on during its off time like if it's a rat eater it'll go back on just rats when it's when it's ready to are you guys breeding your own rodents right now or how are you guys supplying rodents to your snakes we we uh we bred um uh, fed our collection and produced over eleven thousand last month that's <laughs> wow okay who's who's in charge of the rat chores is it you billy we have a full-time employee that works the rodent room oh smart the large one and a small one a full-time employee running them and then me my wife and my daughter dawn does our social media and shipping and most of the time answering a lot of the uh morph market questions i do the breeding and full cleans all that stuff and my daughter helps me with full clean with feedings um so it's, it's it's literally just me my wife and my daughter we handle everything to do with this thing and then but the, you actually have but you actually have somebody employed for the rodents yes <sighs> that's a that's a smart one i could tell you that much because i mean i am luckily in the position where you know i have sponsorship for rodents i'm in a good place but there was a once time where i did it and i had to bring my own rats that was the worst time ever. That sucked. I'm, oh my God. You want to talk about from like waking up in a good mood and then like, oh my God, I have rat chores, you know? And, and like, you know, I'm, I have OCD, like when it comes to cleanliness and, you know, like, you know, like we're talking about water changes. Like, how do you think I am with the rats? Like I can never go over a week without doing a rat change. Like I, it's, it's every Sunday thing. And back when I was breeding rats, I had my retail job as a general manager and, and I was working 13, 14 hour days. My only day off really was Sunday really and, and, and it was all devoted to four and a half five hour of rat duties and you know what's crazy is i did love that i started falling in love with the rats like i i, I you know they're cute you know so, so i started bringing some really cute looking ones you know but i also got tired of killing them so i was like this sucks and i got really caught in a hard place once i found out that i didn't have to breed rats anymore my life got so much easier um and but listen i, I mean there might be a time where i might have to breed my own rats again but i'm gonna be ready to hire someone <laughs> Well, at the beginning, MJ, we were doing everything. I mean, I, we, I'm sure. Yeah, right. I'm sure you guys were doing it. Full-time job. We were doing all of the snakes, anything to do with the snakes. And then on the weekends, we were doing full cleans of all the rodents, you know, pulling what we needed to pull for animals, you know, the whole nine yards. And then we were fortunate enough to hire a young lady that has been very big help to us. And she's doing a great and job. And she loves animals, period. 
So it's just right. something she enjoys doing. She doesn't mind doing it. She's just an animal lover, and we're we, thankful. MJ, that. we've ended up with all kinds of strands of of rats. We've got like traps of different color stuff. She's she's playing with breeding. We have we have hairless. <laughs> um, she's found all kinds of stuff in there and just paired it all kind of ways. We've got chocolate line of mice. Just <laughs> you name it. We've got some silly stuff in there. I mean, I even had I even had ASF colonies, and those were the coolest little things, man. I used to love my ASFs. I mean, especially when they were born, like they were born little werewolves. Like they had like they were like little sand, like Sonic the Hedgehogs. Like it was really really cool little things. And you know, you want to talk about like loyalty and family. Those colonies, you never want to mix those colonies. I can tell you that much. It's a whole war. One time, I accidentally put a female, or was it a female or a male? But I put the female or male back in with the wrong colony, and it was bad. Like they like. They literally tore it to pieces, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But I respect the loyalty, <laughs> so I'm like, "Woo, ASF, Scott, no joke." Um, In Georgia, we can't have those, but yeah, yeah anywhere you have to have them, you've got something very nice. I want to talk about production overall with you guys. What's the main goal production wise? Obviously, what's talk? I think I asked you in person um, how many clutches you had this year, which there was how many? We're going to be pushing forty by the time the year. Wow, I don't remember it being that much. Holy shit. Okay, so 40 clutches this year. What are we looking at next year? What's the big jump? Or if there's a big jump? Well, it depends on... So we've had uh, several sales come down from Justin's, and I don't know how they, they adjust. But right. right now, we're already pairing for next year, 48 females. So... Wow. that many pairing now, you know, I'm hoping we hit 100 next year. It's funny you say that because I, I I inquired a handful of females this year from from good friends of mine and um, they had follicles and whatnot, but I actually have some of those that actually went to like twenty I want to say twenty millimeters and they 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 re, they reabsorbed. Um, yeah. So I really I re, it's really on it's really unpredictable. You know what I mean? Like hopefully hopefully it works out. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you know one of my biggest things I fear period and i know it's going to happen at some point because we're in the market right now um is having to move this collection into a new house like everything i have is seasoned everything mm -hmm. everything that's been here has been here for like going on six years or longer you know um and especially the stuff that's already bred like i've heard multiple stories not too much ball pythons but a lot of other species of things being moved to another collection and they just stop breeding like they just they just whatever reason they stop breeding. You yeah, know? Some of them have a tough time with the change, but then again, you also have the ones that were being tough to breed to start with. They all of a sudden click and they go. Yeah. I mean, that, there's that end of the spectrum too. So I think either way, you sh there, there's a certain percentage of that that should go no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and it's, it's going to be a boost from what you have now. Uh, now I'm curious because. I feel like people who have something down in a certain species should always dabble into something else. Just my opinion. Uh, do you guys work with anything else besides ball pythons or anything else project-wise you guys have going on other than the ball python? We have uh, a pair of doomerals, a pair of longicados. Nice. We have one sunglow female uh, boy that we need to get a male for. Um, we have probably 20-something breeder hognose snakes. Hognose? Hognose, yep. And uh, my daughter handle, handles that in full. That's her business. She's 100%. Funny thing is, this past week, 
we've got like this big time mail we just got from Justin, you know, just come down and yeah. uh, come down last year. And uh, we've kind of grown this one up. And my daughter tells me, she's a 12 year old. She tells me she wants to buy that snake from us. So here, here my daughter is already trying to poach some of our snakes. <laughs> she's, paying, she's paying attention. She's already setting up her business plan with her hog nose to be able to get a get breeder mail from us uh, just so she can keep it. Channy, I like your style. <laughs> got to say, that is very player. You know, you got you guys got to give yourself to that one. You get, give it to yourselves on that one. You know what I'm saying? Like she's just she's doing what her parents are doing. That's what it, <laughs> that's what it was started started with is to teach her this stuff. You know, business right. stuff. How to? I want her to be able to MJ be able to you know like the to be able to balance a checkbook and to to be able to um, reconcile a bank statement before she graduates from high school. Cause you know, they don't even really teach you that in high school. And I want to learn business skills, how to sell, how to, how to uh, meet people and, and, and talk to people, build relationships. Uh, Manage yeah. And she's got, she's got the, she's very friendly. So she doesn't, if you see her at a show, you can come and talk to her. No problem. She's not shy at all. I feel like, the world could be any kids if they have a personality and there are people if they're out there and they're not shy and they want to talk to people i am telling you right now it doesn't matter what your education is it doesn't matter what the hell how you're brought up i'm telling i mean i i'm not uneducated i had one year in college that i made it to but by the time i graduated i had no credit my credit was bad because my parents used my credit when i was a teenager like i was brought into a position where i didn't know what the fuck credit could do for you i had no idea what it was like to be stable in almost anything like it was a different position for me but i knew how to talk i knew what i wanted i was good at sports like me as a person had a personality you know what i'm saying nothing against my mom and dad i loved i loved them to death you know what i mean god we, we it wasn't it wasn't easy for our family at that time but i'm just saying if you if you're if your kid has a personality if your kid is is a go-getter no matter what life hits them with they'll be able to get themselves out of it they'll be themselves they'll be able to figure it out and i feel like that you know that that would be my biggest goal as a parent is making sure my kid is just more confident with himself. I've always been a confident kid, and I feel like because of the way my mom and dad loved me, you know, and I, the way my family always put me on a pedestal, I just always have confidence. And I feel like a lot, not a lot of kids or even people in this earth are able to have a taste of confidence, and 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 that could really deteriorate any goal. You know, if you don't believe in yourself, then fuck. Like, you know, I mean, people just didn't want me to have this podcast because I cussed. I drank, I smoked, I did all this, and I just didn't care. You want to know what I cared about? Getting phone calls from Justin the next day saying how great the podcast went. That's all I cared about. I didn't listen to any of that other crap. So I feel like one of my biggest uh, assets I've had for myself was always believing in myself. Like no matter what anyone had to say, no matter what odds were against me, dude, always believe in what in what you're capable of. And uh I mean, to have your daughter already making a move like that, I feel like she's believing in some of her skills. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's she's come so far just from the summer. She, like she's uh, she's fully over everything to do with the hognose. I mean, she actually has everything to do with them. We do nothing but go out and and talk to her and help her some. Um, she handles everything. So for sure, hognoses is the second most snake I hate. I fucking can't stand a hognose. But if my kid loved them, if my kid wanted to breed them, God bless them. Go ahead, do your, do your thing. I don't care. For me, that's not a snake. That thing is like, 
what the hell is that thing? It's like a shovel. It looks like a shovel. Um, but I get it. it. It's also one of the biggest selling snakes at a pet sh- at a at a trade show. It's it's what keeps the, the the hobby. I'm just being, you know, just telling you my feelings on that. It's like having somebody says they don't like mustard on their hot dog. That's all I'm saying, you know. But must everybody needs mustard on a hot dog, you know? Not everyone. You get what right. I'm saying, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Don, why are you laughing, Don? <laughs> <laughs> Because we're in the South, not everybody eats mustard on the <laughs> But I understand where you're going. <laughs> not everyone. How about this? How about this topic? Okay. And I'm curious where you guys fit in on this. Not everyone uses an ultrasound. Not everyone believes in an ultrasound. Where are you guys at with an ultrasound? Is it something you utilize a lot or no? All the time. Once a month. Nice. And let's talk about how you use the ultrasound. I mean, is it mainly just to see where things are at with the female? Or is it that on pl- on top of determining, you know, not overusing a male and stuff like that? Like, how, what what is an ultrasound really doing for you guys? It, it's every part of it, MJ. I mean, you can, you can um, save a male with it. You can start a female with, a, with one. You can start a female with a younger male and finish her with that high-end male without starting him too early to make right. sure you get finished. And uh, you can use it to uh, you can use it to see when you need to pair, the exact times you need to re- need to pair without over pairing. Instead of you know you can get three pairs in instead of you know five, trying to make sure you you're hitting it right. And then you can also tell when they're absorbing. They'll they'll turn the the follicles will turn white. You can tell when they're absorbing and you can go ahead and start offering food again and get them back on food earlier so you got them ready for next year I mean, there's just so many pros to a if you're going to go out and spend five six seven thousand dollars ten thousand dollars on snakes you absolutely need to have an ultrasound you don't have uh, to have there and do it but you're working from behind the game if you're not so you're not going to get near as many females to that high-end male that you could with the ultrasound if you have a really powerful male that's very important to a multiple projects i agree you need an ultrasound because you're going to cut yourself short if you don't unless you're that gangster at knowing when to move the male which you don't even want to play that there's somebody who did i have austin austin from mutation creation um somebody who was like like they see a lock and even the next day they don't remove it the next day like they like they let them do their thing like like meaning they they don't always remove after the first lock okay um yeah. and that's that's smart that's smart move right but also they're doing that because they know they could spare that time with that snake versus trying to hurry up and get it out and put it to the next snake you know what i mean um and and like dude like i said this is my first year where i'm realizing how important males are um not only that a powerful male i mean i have for each project i maybe have my power mail but that's it i don't have a backup my backup would be not nearly closely as powerful as that powerful mail okay but remember with that mj not to cut you off but they you need to have that powerful mail but if you're continuing that project you've got to make sure that power mail both of them female and your male both don't have yellow belly in them they both don't have spot (laughs) i'm glad you said that because there's a weird um i'm not saying any names but god damn there's people out there that are saying yellow belly everything what does that mean yellow belly everything that makes no sense 
whatsoever. I'm not saying Yellow Belly shouldn't be in projects, but it shouldn't be in everything. I'll tell you that much. I mean, well, Yellow Belly. We're going to make a lot of white snakes, right? Well, that, that, but then also there's a certain complexes that just don't fucking like, why do you want to struggle trying to have to ID something, right? Like we're talking about try to have a problem IDing super gravel in any clown cobble. It is not going to be a problem. Do with, do with Yellow Belly. Okay, yeah. I, I bet Justin better be your friend. You better yeah. have some. You better have somebody. And guess what? A lot of these yellow belly everything, they're not friends with Justin. I can tell you that much. They're, and I'm, God bless them. God bless you, yellow belly everything people. I hope you. I hope the ivory game is popping. That's all I got to say. I hope you have a lot of room for your ivories, and I hope they sell 150 bucks a cake. Good luck. Go ahead and do that. But don't try to convince other people that yellow belly, yellow belly everything is a movement because it's not. That is not a movement whatsoever. Period. Let's stop that today. Thank you. I just, God damn. It's like, hello. Like, let's, let's fucking, let's turn on the, 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 the brain cells here. Jesus Christ. Like, and, and I understand there's some people who look at their collection, they realize what they have and they want to, they want to pump it up, but pump up your, you know, like, like, like chill the pump a little bit. Okay, guy. Like, let's just relax a little bit. This is when, this is going back to me saying, if you're working with a codom, it better be a legit super form. And if it's a legit super form, you're in the right place. If it's not, then you're not, you're not, you're not there. I'm sorry. You're not there. Guy, girl, whoever, whoever's in that, that, that club, that yellow belly, everything club. If you're a part of that club, reevaluate, please. That's all I got to say. Sorry. I'm, I don't know where I went. I'm just, I blacked out. <laughs> Don, that was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, let's talk about stuff that you are look like. Okay. When it comes to adding something that you want we're talking about powerful males which obviously where you guys are going it's you guys want to stay ahead of the curve here right so there's going to be a time and place where you might have to get a male elsewhere okay when it comes to that how do you use that money like meaning is everything that you guys spend is all snake money like meaning is it is, is it to that point where when it comes to a powerhouse male everything is within house as far as that that money that's being used um you mean in the partnership or no I'm, I'm i'm just like within the business like within the brand itself like within the actual brand yeah it's all money's all money generated and used through it like we're still 100 investing in into everything that we can still get we're not we're not worried about profits at this time or anything we're, we're just trying to build the 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 best uh ultimate collection that we can build so we're not living out of this at all but we also still have full-time jobs so that we can't continue to build it at a faster rate. Yeah, I'm still logging and doing timber, do, doing things in the timber industry every day. And we have trucking as well. And then my wife's a second grade teacher. So we're, she's doing that stuff. So we come home and we do our snakes in the, you know, in our spare time. Right. And we're still yeah. in that the company makes uh, back into to more, you know, better projects. Now, with that being said, like when it comes to investing in better projects, how are we like, how are you guys doing that? Like how much research is going into making sure you want to stay on top of the projects? Oh, we, I never stopped looking at the iPad. <laughs> I'm constantly on it. Either I'm on Instagram looking at the awesome stuff that all the breeders out, out there are making, getting ideas from that. I'm members of different Patreons trying to get ideas from that. Um, and then uh, we also, uh, look at everything that's coming out on morph market uh facebook just researching everything that we can if we see something cool 
and we think we can add something on top of that, whether it's desert ghosts, any of the recesses, or, or uh, just codons that need to be piled onto something to make it better. We're constantly researching. Right. Now, I mean, if it comes to like you having to sell things, right? Do you guys feel like you're ever going to be in a position where, you know, having to let go of a high end product could be difficult for you guys? Or do you feel like it's going to be more difficult letting go of the lower end stuff? Like when, when I mean difficult, meaning like having people buy it, like actually customers coming in and buying the, you know, your productions. Like, do you feel like higher end stuff's going to go a lot quicker than the lower end stuff or vice versa? I think the, well, what we're seeing right now in the market, the way it is now with the economy is as bad as it is. Um, I mean, inflation's through the roof. People are, their extra money's going to gas, groceries, and things like that right now. So what 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 you're seeing right now is a lot of the lower end stuff's going because people are still buying some pets. And then the high end stuff, because us breeders are still needing stuff from each other. Uh, the middle right. of the line, I think, is what's the toughest sales right now. Um, but right. they're still moving i mean we had and we appreciate any of our customers that are listening right now that bought this past weekend awesome yes. job guys we appreciate the business we we really had a blast on morph market this week <laughs> i mean i could tell you what god bless morph market i mean in a sense because that's a whole marketplace for us to just be able to post a snake and not really have to worry about it because i can tell you what i mean not every snake will sell as quickly maybe on morph market but if you are not in a rush and you're just hanging out you know that snake will sell, you know, especially if it's a high quality snake too. You know, if you have something that has quality in it, it's going to sell itself period, you know, that's, and that's just the way it is. Anything high end, really nice, something that's desirable to people, you're going to move it. Right. So, I mean, with that being said, otherwise, like wh wh where are we looking at when it comes to you having a vending shows? Because it seems like I saw you guys at the last show. That was your guys' very first show being out there, right? And I'm so, curious on how, how, how was that? What was that like? And what your guys is, uh, what your guys is, uh, you know, feeling overall with the shows. So when we went to the show, um, our intentions of the show were to really learn everything there was all of the ropes to how to set up all the way to how to approach people, you know, just the social part of it. Um, as well as, I mean, just simple things like taking payment. I mean, just from A to Z basically. And so, uh, Justin and Summer and Chase was there to kind of show us the ropes, and we had a blast. I mean, we met a lot of good people. Um, love seeing all the children, of course. I'm a teacher, so I was able to interact with a lot of the kids, and I took out one of our snakes, and, you know, and I think I had probably, what, 10 or more kids yeah. hold a ball python for the first time in their life. It was awesome. I mean, we couldn't ask to have had a better time. You know, we learned a lot. We didn't really go over there with intentions of selling a lot. Uh, we went with intentions of learning a lot, and that's exactly what happened. Going forward, uh, we will be in the future at Tinley. We're not going to be at Tinley this time. Uh, going to save room for Justin's big announcement. Um, but uh, Daytona, we've already, we're already hooked up with Daytona. We're going to do it um, every year. We're going to do Arlington every year, and we plan on doing Tinley every year, and then we'll just work from there with what else we do. Now, I mean, let's talk about the reality of you really wanting to do shows multiple times throughout the year. Like, there's people who do shows, like, a lot. Like, they grind it out. I mean, are you guys just trying to be, like, more on the local side of things versus – I mean, even Justin has made himself out to the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? 
So where are you guys at with like, you know, getting yourselves out there that much across the country? Yeah, we're just going to play it by ear on whether how much we need to do the shows. We want to do the shows because we want to get out and meet the breeders and meet the public and, and get to know everybody. We, uh, I want everybody to feel free to always reach out to us. My number's on Morph Market. You know, call me anytime you want to, except during the middle of the night, please. Eastern <laughs> <Just your> time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I just I, we want to get out and let everybody know that we're there to help. We want to help them build their dream collection or get the dream animal that they want. Um, and, you know, as far as shows, it's mostly for our online sales have been very done very well because everybody's supported us so well. So shows are basically just to go back and, and give back to people and, you know, tell them how much we appreciate them and, and let them see the things that we'll have coming up. Now, what about as far as you guys stressing about making any money at the show? Was that even a, a worry with you guys at all? Like you guys vending your first time show, did you guys talk about like, Oh shoot, we well, need to sell sell this amount like this much, or was that even a concern at all or no? We tried to bring everything that was like we, we really learned from this show because like we brought everything that was kind of middle of the line to the show and that didn't sell well at the show. But the lower end stuff would is sold well at the show and the real high end stuff sold well at the show. But then now that we come back home after the show and we get to meet everybody and see everybody again. Sales went haywire this week. We did really well all week long. And, you know, we just, we appreciate that. We were, um, we went from low end, low end sales to, to really, you know, high end sales this week. So we're really proud, proud of everybody supporting us. And MJ, we, it doesn't matter if you're buying a $200 snake from us or a $20,000 snake from us. We appreciate every customer and we really mean that. And we're there to support you after it yeah. for the long term. That's right. And, and this is like kind of going back to what I was saying. You know, I've, I've been saying this the last couple of episodes and I probably should have been saying this from the beginning, <laughs> but man, a couple of things that if you are, if you have these kind of uh, natural instincts in your personality, and what I mean is if you're like this naturally in this game, being a nice person will take you far. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that, take care of who takes care of you. You know, I'm, I, I come from a place where, it was hard for me to even like take care of my own friends. Like it was, I'm a very selfish person. I came into this fucking game where like even my own friends would rob, like we'd get robbed from my own friends. Like it was a really grimy kind of situation coming up where I grew up. You know what I'm saying? No, ex-drug dealer life wasn't the best life, right? But there's certain things you know about yourself as you grow older. And, and, and then there are certain things that you want to be. I don't want to be that way. But when I came into this game and, and I, I always bring up people like Miguel because Miguel was somebody who literally believed in me like i'll never forget the day this guy invited me away i told him i was like it's my it's it was the first year i was dating my girlfriend or my wife at the time it was my girlfriend and it was her birthday i had very little money i didn't have that much money you know but i wanted to do something really nice for her and i want to take her to la took her i want to take her to la for the weekend and miguel was like hey i'll go to la and let's meet me at mastro or i'll pick you guys up we're gonna go to mastro's we're gonna go to eat at mastro's and i was like oh shit mastro's like I remember I brought like 800 bucks with me, right? And I'm like, I'm about to spend all this money at this dinner right now. Like, I don't know how I'm even going to afford this, but I'm like, I'm not going to say no. I got I got to do this, right? And so sure enough, he picks me up in his 60, 64 Cadillac, you know, in front of the fucking Beverly Hills Hotel. And I'm just like, oh my God, here we go. Long story short, this guy ended up taking care of the whole bill. Like 
Like I was so inspired. I couldn't believe it. Like, and by the way, he was ordering, I think we had like six bottles of wine. We had the seafood tower. We had like, I was like, I couldn't really even digest my food. Cause I was like, I'm not going to be able to afford this. Like, I was like, dude, I was like, I was checking my money. I was checking my money in my pocket. I was like, dude, I'm going to have to hand him everything and hope he's okay with it. Like, and, uh, man, shout out to Tina and shout out to, uh, shout out to, I said 64 Impala weirdo. Uh, sorry, there's just people in the live chats, but anyways, I just saw the, I saw the way he took care of me, man. And I was just like, whew, like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? And, but it, that was the beginning of everything. Like Miguel always believed in me, even when this podcast at every little hater trying to become relevant and make noise about what I was doing. And he was always telling me, MJ, just keep doing your thing. Like, bro, just keep whatever you're doing. I'm telling you, just keep doing your thing. And that's on top of Justin calling me after episodes, letting me know, Hey man, that was great. So you just really need to understand that there are people who are already doing good in this that want other people to do good. And I'm in the same position. I want my closest people who believe in me to do just as good as I'm doing some someday for them, you know, and that's what it's all about. That's the kind of like stuff I want to spread, you know, and, and, and honestly, I really limit my energy with people who aren't supporting me because I have to. I'm sorry. I don't win. I don't want to be a dick. But if you're not on my Patreon family, if you're not somebody who I've been coming up in the game with, I'm not going to give you my time. I'm not. I don't care. You could say what you want, do what you want. I'm not going to give you the, the nice kind. And what I mean is like, let me, let's talk. You want to call me on the phone? That kind of nice. I'm not going to give it to you. Sorry. No. There's too many other people that deserve it. Way too many other people that deserve it. You know what I mean? If you're not being genuine, you're not being yourself. And, and you know, that's going to come off that's going to come off to all your, all everybody listening to you, all your fans. Yeah. You know, and I feel like at the end of the day, it's like, you know, staying true to yourself is the most important thing you can do because that will attract the best people. I'm not in this fucking game to be liked by everybody. Everyone knows that. I don't give a shit. I don't care if you don't like me. That's fine. I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm in this solely for the animals. I am everything. This whole podcast was so I could learn more about the animals. Okay. Guys, I start my very first podcast, which is still up and going. It's going to get going, but Unfiltered Reptiles podcast. Rest in peace, Forrest Fanning, my best friend who passed away. He was very anti-ball pythons. He was like, dude, F that stuff. We're not, we are not talking ball pythons on this podcast. But that's all I knew. Like, that was all my friends. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, there was so much that not only I could have learned from the ball pythons, but even my boy Forrest, you know, if he was around. Like, I knew people that I'm like, dude, you should hear from this guy. You know, but he didn't want nothing to do with it. So what did I do? I created my own trap talk. And this is where I just started bringing, ball, I, in the beginning of this podcast, all ball python guys. That's all I was bringing to the table because unfiltered, we're bringing more of the rare species uh, type breeders to the table, which that's what Forrest wanted, right? But at the end of the day, I was like, I need to know and learn more about this ball python game. I'm only, at that time, I was two years deep and there were so many people I was just learning from. And what easier way to do it than having them come and talk to you one-on-one -on, -one on the show. You know what I'm saying? But everything is about the animals, like everything. And, and, and that's what it is still to this day, Don and Billy. It's about the animals. I don't care about anything. I do care about the people support me, like I said, but the animals come first. That's it. Plain and simple. And that's just how I roll. Well, that's absolutely how you have to do this. I mean, if you're not taking your animals first and putting them first, then you're not going to have a business to start with. They're, there's what's funding anything that you're doing with it. Okay, now guys, I've been on some rants lately, I'm sorry, um, but I just want to kind of track things back to where you guys really want to see yourself in the next five years. And what I mean by that, like, let's just kind of put ourselves in a position where 
things really go your way. Okay. Like let's talk about the amount of clutches that you're looking to hit, right? In five years, are you looking to be at a cap? Like, are you looking to hopefully be at a point where you're like, we don't need to do anymore? Or is literally the sky the limit to you guys? Like, are you guys trying to be on some 200, 300 clutch type stuff? Where, where, where are we sitting at with that? Go ahead, Don. This guy is so ambitious. Like, I'm not even, I'm, I don't know what he's going to say. And he's never going to toot his own horn. So, like, I totally know that. But he's going to do amazing things. So, the sky's the limit. There's no telling. There's no telling. Because I'm telling you, he, he's very ambitious. He's got a lot of drive. I mean, he's the hardest working person I know. So, he's not going to tell you that, but I'll probably, I will tell you that. There will be a, there'll be a limit in him jay we will uh you know i, I hope to be at, at i want to build it to the size that justin's at you know 200 to 200 to 275 clutches that area and then i want to be able to work with green trees for fun i want to be able to have a large green tree. oh no you didn't you did <laughs> not just say that mister <laughs> okay, I was talking about other species, and was it me that got wrapped into the hog nose? But how come you did not bring up green tree pythons? What the heck? Well, we don't we don't have them yet, and that's why I didn't bring them up. But you know, oh, you know man, setup that he's just got. I mean, that's something that we want, and and we want to do it. I want to do that as my hobby, my passion, and I mean, it's therapeutic. I could tell you that much. Bio pythons are the same, and 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 we will make money with the green trees as well because we're gonna. You know, we we didn't get to go to Bill's when we were out at Bill Stiegel's when we were out in Arlington, but we're we're going back the next time in the in the spring. And uh, anyway, we're we're um, we're gonna um, we're gonna invest in them pretty heavily too. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Bill Stiegel, you motherfucker! That's my listen. We got the mayor of Condor Town in the building. He's he's laughing his ass off because guess what he has. <laughs> He has a fucking ball python breeder hit list is what he has. He's just, he's going to take, he's just going to take names, bro. Cause listen, if, if you want to talk about like you guys believing in Justin to kind of lay out a foundation for you for the next step, there's no, and I, I don't want to take, I got a lot of chondro buddies out there that I love and respect. Um, but Bill Stiegel, you want to talk about getting your first chondro from the right person, like somebody where you could legitimately say this male or female is going to be breeding for you and starting up. Well, I can't really say that because chondros will really ruin your life too. Let's just say that. Okay. Chondros were born with depression. Did you know that? Gary Shavino discovered this. He, uh, found out you get this some blood. I'm just kidding. There's no blood work, but chondros will literally do something to where it seems like it committed suicide so you guys need to be ready for that okay and a lot of this stuff doesn't really happen until breeding starts to happen but just understand it's not for the faint at heart okay but going back to what i was saying no better person to start your very first chondro with than bill stiegel or socrates i will say my boy socrates but bill stiegel the mayor of chondro town texas is big you guys know how big texas texas is right we learned it the hard way <laughs> There's a lot of chondro keepers in Texas. Make that trip by by a vehicle again. <laughs> he might have to fly me next time. Yeah, I mean, listen, I can't stress the fact that when you have your ball pythons cranking, doing their thing, I don't even care if you're Will Moros and you're producing the damn recessives that you're producing. You do need a break. You need something else to walk in and just be like. Like, wow. Okay. Like, dude, this is what this room is for me. Like this, these snakes are a lot easier to keep than the ball pythons and all the other big pythons that shit almost every day. Okay. 
they come in, they shit, you know, once every two weeks or once a week, whenever they shit, but they're, this is what you walk into. You get to turn the lights on automatically, get to do their water. Like I love doing water changes in here. Are you kidding me? It's just a goddamn break away from the grind, but it's a different kind of grind. All I know, it's like therapeutic. You got to understand too, like let's think about when you first got into ball pythons, how refreshing it was. Not that it isn't today, but let's talk about when you're very, you're very first getting your feet wet with ball pythons and you're walking into that room the next day and you're like, wow, this is nuts. Like, you're just like, you can't believe it. Well, that feeling never goes away with this. I'm telling you right now, like that whole, like that, that very first ball Python feeling. And, and a lot of people know what I'm saying. Like, I'm telling you right now, I, I, not that I'm not fired up about my ball pythons, but it's all about what's next. What do I need to buy? It's always about like, Oh my God, the next move, the next move, dude, this is just like, I'm established. Like, you know, like keep them alive. That's the move in this room. If you keep these alive, you're doing the, you're, you're doing the right thing, right? Where ball pythons, you got to be a real dipshit to kill a ball python. I'm sorry, but you really have to be like, really, like ball pythons are indestructible. You know what I'm saying? But I want a challenge. Like, I, I, I love this. I love the challenge. And I'm telling you right now, Billy, you get that room one of your time. Once it's ready, you're, that's going to be one of the best moves you've ever made. I can tell you that. Yeah, I look forward to it. I, I just, I want to, I want, I don't want to start that until we've, we've got this ball python thing down and rolling and we're, we're closer to the size that we want to be at. And um, mostly I want to, I want to be able to do that when I slow down other stuff that I do. That way I can enjoy that and just really sink into it and be able to relax and do it for fun. And another thing too, you know, I got a lot of people on my Patreon pages who are like, Hey, MJ, like I'm, I'm like, every time you bring a condo guest on, I'm ready. Like I'm excited, you know, and I'm like, awesome. And, but they're also not in a rush. Like, and you shouldn't be in a rush because just as quick as you could build a ball Python collection, you could build a condo collection. It could happen really fast. Like, you know, you know, you know how many people Bill Steele takes care of customer wise that come back. Like it's the same thing anywhere else. It could happen really quick. If you got deep pockets, you could have a deep condo collection, just like you could have anything else. So there's just no rush behind it. Like, you know what I mean? And, and like, even Justin, he got those 20 fucking plus enclosures from focus cube. Um, he's not going to fill them up right now. Like they're not all going to be filled up like throughout time. You know what I mean? But a lot of those enclosures are for his grow ups, his adults. Like he's, you know, like I'm just saying, there's no rush behind it. Even though it seems like you may need to, you don't need to the Condro and the Emerald game is not a rush. You don't rush that at all. So. Yeah, we want to get some and just start, you know, just a few and just start growing them out and learning and, and then add to it slowly over time. It's not going to be anything that's going to be a rush. So check it out. I'm going to end this. We haven't had too many super chats, but we have a really cool super chat question here. We're going to end. We're going to do a, a wrap-up question with this super uh, super chat question before we get into some hot seat questions. So we have a question from Beauty in the Beast Exotics. Coming in late in the show, but what projects are you most excited about? Me, if I was coming in late, I would invest in lace right now. Uh, you, is she asking what she's investing in? Oh, she's asking. No, I, well, I mean, I think I think we could kind of do this both ways because check this out. I think they're asking what you're excited about, but also let's talk about if you were to come in late, what what would be a gene you would be excited to talk about to someone who's coming into the game late? Yeah, someone coming in late just buy lace right now um because you don't have to wait you, you don't have to make hits or anything buy lace right now and and push that project especially into like clown and um because it just it's just making everything so much cleaner and brighter and uh 
Then the other thing, as uh, far as us, I'm excited about our genetic stripe, desert ghost, um, clown project. Um, I just think, you know, we haven't seen a lot in that. Justin's made some things that were just even better than we thought they could be. And uh, I just, I look, I look forward to spinning that off in a lot of directions. But I'm also excited about anything that we're doing with clowns and desert ghosts. Um, I'm excited about the desert ghost clown pie stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, Green sickle stuff that we're doing right now, I'm excited about. Um, we're trying to get green um, sickle clown pies. So, so there's a lot of things that I'm, there's a lot of things that we're working with right now that I'm excited about. I'll tell you one thing for sure. Um, I can't keep blaming Will Moros for this, but I brought Will. You know, Will Moros is, right? Canadian, one of Canadians' finest. You know, Will Moros is? Yeah, we have, puzzle. we have a puzzle from Will. You do? So you're part yeah. of his Patreon page then, are you? Are you part of his That's Patreon? How'd you get right. puzzle? Uh, how'd you how'd you get anything from Will? I Will, I I can't remember. I re it, it was that was like some of our first purchases. Like it was like some of our first stuff we got was from Will. Like I'd say he's the like the second or third person I bought from. And we bought like some head puzzles, visual puzzle, and some head males to breed to them. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this is about five I, years. Ago. Oh, five years ago. Five or six years ago. It's been a while, so I can't remember. I mean, it's just not easy getting anything from Will nowadays. I mean, he's just—it's you want to talk about how I was talking about like I only put energy into people who support me. Will has so many people who support him on the Ball Python game that are like they're sitting their hand and foot ready to go whatever will has available like and, and like you know god bless will he does it right he puts it out on his patreon page and that shit's gone you know what i'm saying and uh that's why if i hear anyone who has will morals productions in their collection i first off ask how the hell did you pull that off and then uh two solid anything from will you're in a good place i can tell you that much um but yeah uh i think rumors on the street well morals will be at tinley this weekend i hope so that'd be great um, but you guys, like you said, March Tinley is looking pretty favorable for you guys. No, or no, I can't remember if you said that or not. No, we won't be there this time. We'll, we'll be there the next one. March. So you'll be there in March. Yeah, March. Beautiful. Okay. Dang. What a great time. Hour and 45 minutes went by pretty quick. Don, how do you feel? I feel a little tired. <laughs> He's got <laughs> right. seven year olds all day. So I'll be honest, I'm a little sleepy. <laughs> Don, I ain't gonna lie. I take podcast naps. Okay, I'm gonna. I, this is people wonder why I come in so heavy into these podcasts because I get my podcast naps in. You have to, and that's why I come in so full force. But you know, next time you'll have the heads up. Maybe you'll get a podcast nap in like I did. And uh, but either way, you guys killed it. This was an amazing episode. People know who the hell the Rice family is for sure after this episode. Okay, and the brand is the Rice Reptiles. Am I right, Billy? Right. That's right. Okay, hold on. Our support. We're new to this in a lot of ways as far as breeding, but again, I want to say thank you to all of our supporters. You know, a lot of people could have took this the wrong way with us joining with Canova and, you know, just kind of steered it in the wrong direction, but we, also, we really appreciate everybody's support that's been supportive of us. Also, we need to plug your sponsor again, Clutch. Clutch, yeah. It's a game. It's you know, it's a software that Justin's made for itself. It's a software that's been made for our partnership. And now it's a software that's made for the public. And it's absolutely mind-blowing. It's going to change the game. 
And I got to say, too, you got to understand, like, let's think about somebody who's backing this up. Like, let's think about the person behind Clutch, somebody who's very smart about the way they move. Okay, let's just think about this. And obviously, there's other apps or type things out there as far as, you know, managing your collection. But I can tell you this. I don't think anything's going to be like what this is going to be like. And I feel like people should be ready for it. It launches at Tinley, which I will make that announcement at the Tinley show there. Uh, but yeah, definitely shout to Clutch. Shout out to the Rice family. But guys, you guys aren't done yet. You have hot seat questions still, okay? You are not going to leave possibly this happy. You might leave pretty upset after. I'm just kidding. No, you're hey. not. Okay, no, we're not. Here we go. He's sleepy, MJ. I'm, I'm good. I'm going to breed after this. I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna go check locks. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Hot seat questions for the Rice family coming in hot. Don, I'm going to need you to speak up on an answer too. Please, just whatever comes to mind, speak up. Okay, you ready? Okay, hot seat questions. Day 60. Day 60. Day 60? What comes to mind? Day 60. <laughs> Why are you asking me these questions? It's like... Relationship. <laughs> A cut or no cut? Cut after pip. So day 60. Now you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. Okay, moving forward. Red Condro Neo or Yellow Condro Neo? Red. Don? I would agree. Uh, my bad. Pre-first shed meal or post-first shed meal? Post-first shed meal. I yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. If you listen closely, I'm, this is these are accurate questions, okay? Yeah, this um, like Yay imports or boo imports? That depends. But what it came if it came down to you making the law, yes or no? If the Rice family were to write yes imports or no imports, what would the Rice family say? If it's a species we need to save and we can work with, we want to import it and save it. So you're going to say yes imports? Yes. What's one reptile you would import to your collection, no matter what it is, anything you want, what would it be? Green Sanzinios. Done? Anything? <laughs> I, I know this guy at like the back of my head. Honest to God, I know what he's going to say for <clears throat> How about this? To, to spray a ball python or to not spray a ball python? Um... Spray right before shed. Steak or fish? <laughs> Steak. We're in the south. Yay alcohol or boo alcohol? Once a month. Sir, I need I need a yay or boo on the alcohol, please. More boo than yay. Yeah, more boo than yay. We're not <laughs> we're not big into alcohol. This is water. Van, Van Halen or Sammy Hagar? Van Halen. Yeah, Van Halen. Elvis or The Doors? Elvis. Respect. Yay sports or no sports? Yay. Yay. Favorite sport? 
football. College or NFL? <laughs> college. Nice. Favorite college is it Georgia? Am I assuming Georgia is your your Bulldogs? FSU. FSU Sentinels. Yeah. Wow. Okay. By the way, Brian, this guy's catching me slip up a lot. I really threw you guys in the loop because it is hot seat questions, but at the end, it's word association. I threw a word association right at you right at the beginning. That wasn't cool. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, you know what, players? I've been, you know, don't judge me, Billy. Okay, please. Uh, but now here we go. Word, word association time. You ready for this? Okay. First time ball python breeder. What word do you associate that with? First time ball python breeder, um, amateur. <laughs> Milk. Cows. Soy sauce. <laughs> I was hoping for rice. God damn it. Um, stuck shed. Hey, a little bit of rice makes everything better. It really does. It ain't nice. It ain't, it ain't nice if it ain't rice. You feel me? Right. Stuck shed. Oh crap. Okay. This is your this is your your your, your redeeming moment. Ready? Okay. Day 60. Go. What would you do? Thank you. Woo! You saved it! Billy! Uh, wait, so FedEx, FedEx shipping. That was your fault. It was. It really was. I, I totally take a lot of fault on this episode. But first, FedEx shipping. Yes. Number one reptile show you wish to vend someday. Tinley. Okay. Last but not least, if it came down to you eliminating one recessive gene from the ball python morph world, what would it be? Um... 10 seconds. I'm just kidding. You got time. <laughs> I'm going to make a lot of people mad with that. Albino. Albino? I agree. I fucking, you know, God bless Why all the albinos. Say that again. Why we need albino when we have lavender? It's better. There you go. And that's it. It's a wrap. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, we had almost 90 people tapped in for this episode at one point. What do you have to say? To all your supporters, people believing into the rice brand, all that. What do you have to say to everyone out there? We love everybody. And we appreciate you yeah. supporting us. I promise you will earn your earn your res respect trust. and your trust and your support. We'll do everything we can. And we thank Justin and Canova for the opportunities and the things that they've taught us over time. We enjoy being with our family and they're great people. And we're very fortunate. And we just want to thank all of you for your support. Go to Tinley. Go see Clutch. Go and, and then also make sure you go see Trap Talk because I'm also going to be live in a in, live and direct from Tinley at after the Cold Blooded Cafe booth. Okay. After you see Clutch, go to MJ's booth. <laughs> Shoot, I might even be at I might even be at the Clutch booth. We'll see. I don't know. I, I will be hanging out. Yeah. Listen, guys. Thank you so much. This will be one of many rounds. I can tell you that much. I I have a really good feeling about the direction you guys are taking. The, rept, uh, the Rice Reptiles family brand. Listen, at the end of the day, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, mad love and respect, but that's a wrap. Rice, reptiles, ladies and gentlemen.
What's that? Oh, give it up for the Rice family, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? What? Do you have something? What? What's up? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, guys, thank you so much. I had a great time. Have a good night. I'll see you guys next time, all right? See you thank next you. time. See ya. Hey, Don, get some good sleep. I want you to get some good sleep. I'll be right behind I'll be right behind you on that one. I'm going to breed. Go get some breeding in. Hey, I want to see a story post. I better see a story post, Billy. Let's I'll show you a walk in a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Wow. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. What an amazing new breed on the block series. Very happy to hear the Rice family story, the motivation, what they have planned for their future. Got to tell you, it's a team thing, and that's what it's all about. Appreciate you guys. If you tuned in, um, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. Drop a comment. Let me know what you're most excited about these new breed on the block series. Let me know if you want to come on the new breed on the block series. Are you like, yo, MJ, I'm popping. Drop me a comment. Not in the live chats. Drop me a comment. Let me know. Or hit me up on Instagram. I'm very active. By the way, anyone needs to see me at a show, I am not hard to find. You feel me? Not hard to find. Let me just make that very easy and very clear. I am not hard to find. Shh. Got these damn live chat clowns. You got to be kidding me. Love you guys so much. I appreciate you. I will check you guys next time. Who's ready for Tinley? Who is ready for Tinley? Who's ready for Bob Vu and Dave Levison? This is going to go down Friday night right in front of Bar Bananas, baby. That bar is so legendary. We don't even know who the hell is going to sit in on this podcast either. You never know. We're going to have mad legends walking by, but we're going to have two of the biggest legends at these damn NARBC shows sitting down with me. Trap talk, baby. Let's go. Coolest reptile podcast in the world. I hope you guys are ready. And then also for anybody out there who's not going to be able to make it to Tinley, bro, pull up Saturday. I'm going to be going live and direct from Coldwell Cafe's booth, NARBC Tinley Park. You got tickets to it right here. Make sure you go down to the link. Set your reminder. It's going down. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 o'clock West Coast Time. Let's go. It's going to be something you don't want to miss. I appreciate all the love and support. And that's it, man. I'm out. I'll catch you guys next time. Shout out to the Rice family. Shout out to Canova. Shout out to the sponsor, Clutch. The future is bright. I'll catch you guys next time. I'm out.